Good evening, everybody. This is Personnel coming at you once again, and um, I'm gonna dedicate this one to uh, two people who was in an everyday struggle. And first off, shout out, salute my boy Joe Buttons. I fucks with you, bro. You know what I mean? Come and take a walk with me. I dig it. Ten minutes. Push it, man. One of the greatest albums I heard within that era of time of when it came out. And remember, you came out around the same time 50 Cent came out. And I was digging that 50 Cent album. But that Joe Button album, that was my shit. I can relate with Joe Button's album more than I could relate with 50 Cent's album. I guess you know I'm not a gangster now. But it's alright. I'm not trying to be a gangster. Never was. But anyways, just gonna speak my free thoughts and um, I'm just going to speak. I said that kind of corrupted, but I'm just going to speak my thoughts and my opinion about everyday struggle. Let me tell you something, Joe. Academics. You know, I find it kind of fucked up that Complex came for you guys specifically. Because when I started thinking and putting two to two together, right, I said, you know, it's it's very odd that they would choose academics and Joe Buttons. And I don't know if there was other candidates, can, candidates, did, 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 got a speech impediment. I'm sounding like Nori, but not really. But anyways, back to my message. Like I was saying. I just found it awkward that they went after those two specific individuals. Because if you look at academics, he holds YouTube in his grasp. And Twitter. He he really got Twitter on Smash. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to stun on that boy. He got Twitter on Smash. Joe Buttons, we all know you got podcasts on Smash. Keep doing your thing, brother. Salute to you. Applause, applause, applause. But, um... It's very coincidental that they would choose somebody who has a major audience on Twitter and somebody who has a major audience on podcasts, bring them together under YouTube, under a whole nother corporation, which is complex, that is being programmed through YouTube, right? That's how they get their view out there is through YouTube and when I come to think about it and I really put my mind to it they pretty much gotcha for a bunch of viewers but it backfired in their face of course and I was very happy about that they lost a lot of subscribers and it was very shocking I wasn't expecting them to lose so many subscribers but Joe Buttons you you had me wrong, you know, like, and you had yourself wrong at that. And I really do hope you listened to this. You had yourself wrong because you thought people wasn't there for you. And it turned out. Excuse me, I'm smoking a cigarette. It turned out that they was they was there for you, man. And they left when you got the boot or decided to to walk off i'm not saying you got the boot because i know that's not the truth you didn't get the boot but um i'm guessing that's how they was going to try to make it look but you know joe got the joe got the upper hand you know but um 
just think about that for a minute. You know, they took somebody who has a major following on Twitter, somebody who has a major following on podcasts, bring them together, bring your views together under their roof, boosted their ratings, and God knows how much they really made, you know, so they're probably not really losing at the moment because they made a good chunk of change but i know they are scrambling they gotta be scrambling because um nobody wants to lose their pot of gold i mean you ever see the lucky charm guy he doesn't want to lose that pot of gold man whoever's the lucky charm guys over there they do not want to lose that pot of gold and that is my opinion and that is my thoughts thank you and deuces What is up, everybody? Personnel here. Coming at you again. AKG's this guy. Coming at you with another view of my views. Little topic I want to touch on. The whole pause thing. And no homo. Now, I find it funny. That one should have to say pause or no homo after they say something that sounds a little sexual and unnormal. See, my thing is, if I'm having a conversation with you and I say, yeah, and I took the trip and that shit was long as fuck. There's no reason why I should say pause after saying that. There's no reason why I should say no homo after saying that. Because obviously we both know what my conversation was about. So there's no reason that a gay thought should be lingering in between that sentence. You see, when someone thinks otherwise than what the conversation is, you should say pause to yourself. And you should say no homo to yourself. Because you're the one who's thinking like that. I'm just having a conversation. Alright, so there's no reason for me to say pause. We're having a conversation. We're not talking about gay shit. We're not talking about sexual activities. We're having... A fucking conversation about whatever the fuck it is that we're having a conversation about. So therefore, if somewhere in the middle of that conversation, you think, wow, that sounded gay. You know why? Because you're thinking gay. That's why. That's why it sounded gay. Because you're thinking gay. And I just wanted to put that out there. You know, it kind of pisses me off that that's now become a thing where people saying pause at everything. Everything's pause. Like, bro, don't pause the conversation because I know what the conversation is about. I know you're not intentionally 
speaking like that intentionally meaning it in a sexual way you're saying what you're saying and it sounds sexual and a little strange when you just say that part yes but do I really have to say pause do I really have to say no homo I mean that wasn't my intention now, if I'm saying it jokefully in a sexual way, then maybe, yeah, I should say pause. I should say no homo. Like, for instance, if I say, damn, daddy, you was looking good that day, and I'm playing around in a sexual homo way, then yes, I should say pause. I'm just fucking with you. Or no, I'm just fucking with you. But if I say, damn, you know, I didn't think it would be that long. And that shit took forever to come. There's no reason for me to say pause if I'm speaking about a package or I'm speaking about an individual that I'm supposed to meet. And I say, damn, I didn't think they would take that long. I didn't think they would come that fast. There's no reason for me to pause that. I know what I was talking about. We know what I was talking about. So why is it that you take it out of conduct and think so strangely about what I'm talking about? You want to know why? Because you need a pause. You need a no homo out. Because you're thinking out of conduct right now. And that's just the way society has trended into. That's just what society has trended into. Trended into a bunch of fucking ignorant, young-minded people. And that's what pisses me off. My view. Thank you. Don't be grown and think stupid. What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Personnel, coming at you. 365 Hip Hop News. Here we go. We got to touch on this. We must touch on this. Takashi 69 character that I finally could say his name fucking right because I done heard it like all over the motherfucking media of internet for like the past weekend or a week I don't fucking know but anyways let's get into it basically Takashi 69 this guy was taunting LA gang members he was taunting gang members in other cities Basically saying, you can't touch me. I'm untouchable. Ain't nobody gonna snatch my chain. Ain't nobody gonna knock me out. Ain't nobody gonna touch me. And from what I saw all over the web, he had LA gangsters going crazy. I'm not gonna say, I'm not even gonna say gangsters. He had LA gang members. Cause I can't tell who's really a gangster and who's really not. So. He had LA gang members, whether they was Bloods, Crips, um, whatever type of Mexican gangs they got out there. Because I'm pretty sure it's not MS-13. I'm pretty sure it's a bunch of other... I don't know. I don't know Mexican gangs in LA. So I can't really state what gang was was talking. Well, it was some guy named OG Spanky, right? He basically said, we don't condone that shit. We don't fuck with um rappers who got... Um, child cases as far as the child molestation case that's going on with Takashi 69 That's a whole nother fucking story. And 
You know what? They got the right to say how the fuck they feel. They got the right to um state how they fuck they feel. They got the right to um opinionate how the fuck they feel. But what they don't have the right to do is stop people from coming to a certain town because of that. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm pretty sure there's um there's um child molesters all over the world. You're not fucking being a superhero, knocking these niggas out on a daily basis. You're not fucking hunting these motherfuckers down. When they come to your city, I'm pretty sure there's other motherfuckers who's not rappers who come to your city who are child molesters. Um, Are you fucking searching and knocking these niggas out too? No, I don't think so. So what the fuck is the problem all of a sudden when Takashi wants to come to the city? I mean, it's his job. Like, this, this nigga's a fucking entertainer. His fucking main job is to go on tour and, like, travel state to state and, um, entertain the people who like his music. So, it's, like, really OG spanky, but that's besides the point. Anyways, check this out, y'all. Um, Takashi 6 9 was leaving L.A., right? <clears throat> and, um, he was at the airport. You know, the famous airport and, um... In California, I forget the name of it, so I can't even say it right now. But he was at that airport, and an altercation popped off with... They say it was a crip, but I think the dude was blood, but it really doesn't matter. What matters is that it was a gang member, point blank. So anyways, it was one specific dude, right, that um started, like, calling out Takashi and calling out his crew and saying, fuck that, fuck this, fuck this, right? And it was one dude, and I gotta give him, I gotta give him credit. It was one fucking guy, and there was like five guys, including Takashi Six Nine. So that's six guys. This guy, this one guy, is talking shit to six motherfuckers right now, right? So in the midst of talking shit to the six people, right? Uh, Takashi steps inside of the airport, like he walked off or something, right? So while his while Takashi's boys, homies, are talking to the dude who's like basically trying to call out Takashi, uh, one of them snuck him. You know, they hooked off on the dude. So once they hooked off on the dude, dude squared up, and then one of another Takashi boy, he like jumped in, try to try to steal off on the dude. Uh, the dude ended up grabbing that dude by the hoodie. He had him in like a fucking a hood move where he was just like holding him down by his hoodie and, and punching him in the fucking face and getting the best of him basically. Like this one guy, this one fucking guy was like fucking handling four people at one time. I'm not gonna lie, the dude was pretty big. But um, then another guy jumped out the car to help that dude who was by himself. I guess they were together. I'm guessing that they was together, so he hopped out the car. He started helping out his boy that was fighting by himself against the, the five other people. And lo and behold, guess who comes back out to square up? Takashi comes back outside from wherever the fuck he ran off to the first time. He's like, you know what? Fuck that, man. I want to get some points in, too, which he didn't have to do. Honestly, there was no point for you to come back, Takashi. Like, nigga, you was good, bruh. Like, you a boss, you ain't gotta fight, my nigga. Like, why you coming out here fighting? But check this out. This is the best part. It's getting to the best part, everybody. Check it out. So, um, Takashi comes out. And from, from, from what I saw, this motherfucker was confused. It's like he didn't even know who was a part of his crew. Like, he didn't know who the fuck to hit at first. That's what it looked like from my perspective. That's my opinion. That's my theory. 
he did not know who the fuck he was gonna hit because there was like literally nobody there to to hit because the the first guy who started the fight he like disappeared he like walked off from the camera so nobody knew exactly where he was at the moment but the other guy who hopped out the car he was getting his ass thrashed because he wasn't that big and he was kind of slim so he was getting he was getting works so Takashi tries to jump on that dude he had on a red um I believe it was a Chicago Bulls jersey and um Takashi like ran up on home and he tried to swing off but the dude who actually started the whole altercation and was like ribbing shit up from the from the start right he comes up runs up behind Takashi and you hear Takashi's boy saying six watch out six nine watch out so as soon as six nine turns around old boy say yeah I got you now Right in a motherfucking kisser, hooked that boy in the jaw, and you know what Takashi did? He gonna grab the dude by his waist. He gonna tuck and grab. He did the tuck and grab move. You know what I mean? He did one of the moves that you know in boxing when a when a motherfucker get hit real hard and he know he about to fall and he know he might be knocked out if he get hit again. You know that move, right? They go down and they hug him. They hug the other boxer like, hold up, man. Don't knock me out yet, man. Chill, bro. Like, I still want to fight, bro. You know what I mean? That's what Takashi did. He did one of those moves. He only, get, he only got hit once. But I guarantee you, if that motherfucker would have got hit again, he would have got knocked the fuck out. Because the first thing Takashi did after getting hooked that one time, he did the tuck and grab he tucked his head down and he grabbed that dude by his waist and he hugged the shit out of that dude like he was about to piece it up with him i don't know if a lot of people peep that shit but i know i peep that shit and you know what it is what it is that's what the motherfucking you get. One, for talking all that shit. And two, for taking your ass back outside. Listen, that's what your homies is around for. Your homies is around to protect you. You are the breadwinner. If anything happens to you, if anything disrupts your credibility, guess what? Homies ain't getting paid no more. You ain't getting paid the same no more. Homies ain't gonna ride for you and homies ain't getting the bag. So guess what? You're fucking up, man. Be a boss. Act like a boss. You want to be a goon? Well, you're going to lose credibility like most of these goons. Takashi, this is a message to you and your fans. Chill the fuck out. And I say that to your fans because your fans need to chill the fuck out with hyping you up. You let your fans gas you up. You let your enemies gas you up. You gas up your goddamn self. Use a fucking moron, bro. Enjoy your life. Make your music. Get your money. Fuck the bullshit. Don't nobody got time to be out here risking their life to, to prove that they a gangster. The fuck is you doing? What are you doing? Get some money, get rich, get laid, and continue to get paid. Don't end up in the pavement, boy. Takashi, keep your head up. 
and keep it real. That motherfucker almost. That motherfucker almost knocked you out, didn't he? Be real, Takashi. That motherfucker almost knocked your head off, boy. I peeped that. I peeped that shit, boy. Say now, but everybody, peace, love, harmony, all that good stuff. And, um, deuces. I'll be back at you with more news. And, um, I'm hoping to give y'all some information about what's currently coming in hip-hop as far as basically my predicaments of what I predict is going to happen in hip-hop and as far as old artists, new artists, and everything they got to do with hip-hop, which is not really hip-hop anymore, but um, yeah, you get the message. Takashi, keep your head up, boy, fucking fool. What is up everybody, personnel here with Hip Hop News 365. In today's news, we're going to talk about, well, today's snippet, I should say. Hello, Anchorman. That is me, your Anchorman personnel. Now, what we're going to jump into is Quavo. Supposedly, Quavo got into a little brawl, scuffle, with a jeweler because the jeweler rolled up on takeoff and um he basically was pressing takeoff because evidently and allegedly takeoff has a chain that the jeweler gave to takeoff basically takeoff i guess he was gonna pay him later and um the jeweler was trying to get his money for the chain that he basically gave to take off on layway i guess you could say and um the moment he approached the amigos not sure if all three of them was there but both of them was there the moment he approached takeoff and um asked for his money for the chain quavo evidently popped off you know started a fight started a little scuffle with the jeweler and in the process of the jeweler getting his ass whooped he got his chain taken and snatched and now he's saying he's missing his chain and he's trying to pin it on Quavo now this is what I think what if his chain just came off while he was fighting and somebody else snatched it up? Also, they're saying Quavo beat him up with another associate, which wasn't Takeoff. It was just another comrade that was with the Migos, I'm guessing, who jumped in. So it kind of seems like the jeweler got jumped in the process of Takeoff, I mean Quavo, um, popping off on the jeweler so my thing is what if that guy took the chain but they're trying to blame it on Quavo I don't see why Quavo would take his chain then again to be an asshole he probably would but being that you're famous I don't see why you would so uh yeah my take on it is um Quavo you should have um 
should have fucking controlled yourself, bro. I don't think you should just be popping off on people. You're famous now, you know? You could get sued for hitting somebody for a lot of money because you have the money to pay up. So, uh, let's take that into consideration. Now, the fact that a chain that's missing is involved and now it seems like robbery, uh, that makes matters a lot worse. And I hope it all works out for you, Quavo. I really do. But, um, think about this fame. But, um, that's the news. Quavo knocking out a jeweler because he was pressing takeoff for a chain that he evidently, allegedly, didn't pay for. So, uh, yeah. That's the news about the Migos. Migos know how to get that publicity. But, um... Quavo, hope everything works out. 365, hip-hop news, personnel. I'm out. Peace. What is up, everyone? Personnel here with some hip-hop news, 365. Basically, what I'm going to jump into now is a little snippet talking about Travis Scott. Now... In recent news, Travis Scott in Missouri, the the state of Missouri, has declared February 10th as Travis Scott Day. So basically, they gave him a day in February of the 10th in February, which is considered to be Travis Scott Day now. Now, I'm not hating, but let's think about this, all right? What the fuck does a day matter in your name? I mean, you as a black artist and a black um individual who's cause I, I understand that Travis Scott has a little bit of um wisdom and 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 um understanding to to the reality of how things work as far as society and government. So with that being said I don't understand why he would be so overwhelmed and excited to have that type of honor to have a day named in his name. Because at the end of the day, that really doesn't progress nothing for the for the um for the lower class youth. That does nothing for the for the for the children. That's coming up in these gutters and these urban societies, aka ghetto societies. Travis Scott given a given a day in his name does nothing for the lower class community. What does it do for the people, Travis Scott? Okay, you got your day, and that's what's up. I'm 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 happy for you. But at the end of the day, this is how they blind black artists. They give them pointless gifts in order for them to not consciously advance their society so basically this is what i feel this is my theory this is my opinion this is my thought this is not actual fact but this is what i think and this is what i theorize they gave travis scott something so he can stop doing something which is being an influential 
figure because I noticed when Travis Scott does interviews, he got knowledge, he got wisdom, he got understanding, he got credibility to give to the youth, to empower the youth. Now, me being a businessman, how do I stop you from encouraging these kids to develop better than what they're already developing or faster than what they're already developing, meaning consciously and wisely? How do I stop Travis Scott from teaching these kids to empower themselves? I know I'm going to make a deal with them. Listen, Travis, I'll give you a certain gift which is a day in your name if you shut the fuck up and stop teaching these kids to empower themselves. Keep the ignorant music, keep the ignorant talk. I don't wanna hear you talking positive to these kids. And I'm pretty sure he's not gonna stop. It's not gonna stop completely, but let's notice. Let's just look at how Travis Scott talks to the community now. Let's see how much insight he gives to the community, how much empowerment through his voice he gives to the community. Let's see how much of that he's going to be giving back now. I'm pretty sure he's going to give some, but he's not going to give it the way that he used to. You know why? Because he got a gift and an offering to shut the fuck up and stop with the empowerment of his people. It's sad, y'all. Because they do the same thing with many races They do it with Latino races They do it with black races I'm pretty sure they do it with Chinese races In America, I'm speaking They give them something to stop the empowerment of their people So it's like a trade It's like, yo, if you stop empowering your people with your influencing words We'll give you the key to the city. We'll give you a day in your name. We'll give you this brand new car free of charge. We just want you to stop empowering these people. Because if these people continue to empower themselves, then we're going to be the ones to take over. Let's stay.